Hello, welcome to Helen's Daily Word and Devotions. This is the reading of the Daily Word for November 25th. Today I'll start in the New Testament, 1 Peter chapter 1, 1 to 25. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the pilgrims of the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia and Bithynia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God, the Father, and sanctification of the Spirit, for obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace be multiplied. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that does not fade away reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold, that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the, res- at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen you love. Though now you do not see him, yet believing you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Of this salvation the prophets have inquired and searched carefully, who prophesied of the grace that would come to you, searching that, or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, who was in them, was indicating, when he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow. To them it was revealed that not to themselves, but to us, they were ministering the things which now have been reported to you, through those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit, sent from heaven things which angels desire to look into. Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ, as obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lusts, as in your ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. And if you call on the Father, who without partiality judges according to each one's work, conduct yourselves throughout this time of your stay here in fear, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who through him believe in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit and sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart, having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. Because all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of the grass, the grass withers and its flower falls away, but the word of the Lord endures forever. Now this is the word which by the gospel was preached to you. Now in Psalm chapter 133, 1-3 Blessed 
or behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity it is like the precious oil upon the head running down on the beard the beard of aaron running down on the edge of his garments it is like the dew of hermon descending upon the mountain of zion from there the lord commanded the blessing life forevermore proverbs chapter 29 6 by transgression an evil man is snared but the righteous sings and rejoices Continuing in the Old Testament, I'm in Ezekiel, chapter 41, 1 to 42, 20. Then he brought me into the sanctuary and measured the doorposts, six cubits wide on one side and six cubits wide on the other side, the width of the tabernacle. The width of the entryway was ten cubits, and the side walls of the entrance were five cubits on this side and five cubits on the other side, and he measured its length, forty cubits, and its width, twenty cubits. Also he went inside and measured the doorposts, two cubits and the entrance six cubits high, and the width of the entrance seven cubits. He measured the length twenty cubits and width twenty cubits beyond the sanctuary, and he said to me, This is the most holy place. Next he measured the wall of the temple six cubits. The width of each side chamber all around the temple was four cubits on every side. The side chambers were in three stories one above the other, thirty chambers in each story. They rested on ledges, which were for the side chambers all around, that they might be supported, but not fastened to the wall of the temple. As one went up from the story to the story, the side chambers became wider all around, because their supporting ledges in the wall of the temple ascended the steps. Therefore, the width of the structure increased, as one went up from the lowest story to the highest by way of the middle one. I also saw an elevation all around the temple. It was the foundation of the side chambers, a full rod that is six cubits high. The thickness of the outer wall of the side chambers was was five cubits, and so also the remaining terrace by the place of the side chambers of the temple. And between it and the wall chambers was a width of twenty cubits all around the temple on every side. The doors of the side chambers opened up the terrace, one door towards the north and another towards the south, and the width of the terrace was five cubits all around. The building that faced the separating courtyard as a western, at its western end was seventy cubits wide. The wall of the building was five cubits thick all around, and its length ninety cubits. So he measured the temple one hundred cubits long, and then the separating courtyard with the building and its walls was 100 cubits long. Also the width of the eastern face of the temple, including the separating courtyard, was 100 cubits. He measured the length of the building behind it, facing the separating courtyard, with its galleries on the one side and on the other side 100 cubits, as well as the inner temple and the porches of the court, their doorposts and the beveled window frames and the galleries all around their three stories opposite the, th the threshold were paneled with wood from the ground to the window. The windows were covered from the space above the door even to the inner room as well as outside and on every wall are all around 
inside and outside, by measure. And it was male. It was made with cherubim and palm trees. A palm tree between cherub and cherub. Each cherub had two faces, so that the face of man was towards the palm tree, and one on one side, and the face of the young lion toward a palm tree on the other side. Thus it was made throughout the temple all around. From the floor to the space above the door and on the wall of the sanctuary, cherubim and palm trees, trees were covered. The doorposts of the temple were square, as, one, as was the front of the sanctuary. Their appearance was similar. The altar was of wood three cubits high, and its length two cubits. Its, corner, his, its corners, its lengths, and its side were of wood. And he said to me, This is the table that is before the Lord. The temple and the sanctuary had two doors. The doors had two panels apiece, two folding panels, two panels for one door and two panels for the other door. Cherubim and palm trees were covered on the doors of the temple, just as they were carved on the walls. A wooden canopy was on the front of the vestibule outside. There were beveled window frames and palm trees on one side and on the other, on the other on the side of the vestibule, also on the side chambers of the temple and on the canopies. Then he brought me out into the outer court by the way towards the north, and he brought me into the chamber which was opposite the separating courtyard, and which was opposite the building towards the north, facing the length, which was one hundred cubits, the width was fifty cubits, was the north door, opposite the inner court of twenty cubits, and opposite the pavement of the outer court, was gallery against gallery in three stories. In front of the chambers towards the inside was a walk ten cubits wide, at a distance of one cubit, and their door faced north. Now the upper chambers were shorter, because the galleries took away space from them more than from the, the lower and middle stories of the building, for they were in three stories and did not have pillars like the pillars of the courts. Therefore, the upper level was shortened more than the lower and middle levels from the ground up. And a wall which was outside ran parallel to the chambers of the front of the chambers towards the outer court. Its length was 50 cubits. The length of the chambers towards the outer court was 50 cubits, whereas that facing the temple was 100 cubits. At the lower chambers was the entrance on the east side, as one goes into them from the outer court. Also there were chambers in the thickness of the wall of the courts towards the east, opposite the separating courtyard, and opposite the building. There was a walk in front of them also, and their appearance was like the chambers which were towards the north, they were as long and as wide as the others, and all their exits and entrances were according to plan, and, and corresponding to the doors of the chambers that were facing south, as one enters them. There was a door in front of the walk, the way directly in front of the wall towards the east. Then he said to me, The north chambers and the south chambers, which are opposite the separating courtyards, are the holy chambers, where the priests who approach the Lord shall eat the most holy offerings. There they shall lay the most holy offerings, the grain offerings, the sin offering, and the trespass offering, for the place is holy. When the priests enter them, they shall not go out of the holy chamber into the outer court, but there they shall leave their garments in which they minister, for they are holy. They shall put on other garments, then they may approach that which is for the, temp for the people. 
Now when he had finished measuring the inner temple, he brought me out through the gateway that faces towards the east and measured it all around. He measured the east side with the measuring rod five hundred rods by the measuring rod all around. He measured the north side five hundred rods by the measuring rod all around. He measured the south side five hundred rods by the measuring rod. He came around the west side and measured five hundred rods by the measuring rod. He measured it on four, all four sides. It had a wall all around five hundred cubits long and five hundred wide to separate the holy areas from the common. <laughs>